that's what we usually do what is it hello welcome ladies and gentlemen is that what i do yeah that sounds about right okay welcome ladies and gentlemen <laughs> to another rousing uh, episode of oof i wrote that uh, my name is erica across from me as always is the lovely sheila hello we have a uh, live audience this uh this one of, i'm a little uh, intimidated a little bit right because he's like sitting there staring at us <laughs> of bob of after the movie fame and subtle interference is he's kind of waving as well and bob the dog's up in the mix too I see Izzy's physical expression there as more of a, like, get it away from me. <laughs> Accurate. Right on. Accurate. But she was around for the, uh, the July recordings. She was, like, in there. I don't know if she could hear yet, but she was she was up in the mix. That's crazy that it's been that long since we recorded. Yeah. I feel like I've told the story on, like, the other podcast, so I won't get into, like, crazy details. But long story short, uh, Sheila has a kid, so mm-hmm. it is very hard to find time to record. Mm-hmm. I had my daughter uh, 10 weeks premature, so that was a super fun experience. Mm-hmm. Almost dying. All about it, Sheila. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's grand. We both got to experience oh, that. It's, it's awesome. It's, super fun. It's the best. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why we we haven't been around for a while. No, so We're sorry. We miss you guys. We apologize sincerely because, like, yeah, Vicky started listening to the podcast and then she was like, so you guys recording again? Or uh, I'm like, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We've got plans, too. We do. Yes, we definitely do. Because Sheila has, we have to at least get to the end of your story. Uh, yes, I have not, I don't believe in reading ahead because I like to be horrified in the moment. So yeah, I'm I'm really appalled and terrified as to what's going to happen. I remember vague sketches and I also have some um, extraneous communications that I wrote that kind of retcon what happened, but we'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. gotcha. So yeah, you've got like the, the copious notes of like the extensive note taking <laughs> of, of uh, the Darcy Renee like bullshit. With no ending at all. So don't don't expect an ending on this one, folks. I did go ahead a little bit, and I think do think it doesn't just, like, end, but it totally just ends. Just like um, Heartless? He's not as, like, abruptly, I don't feel like. Oh, I really want to revisit Heartless. You know that my NaNoWriMo project was writing an update to this story. I know, I was very excited about that. Which I did, that. like, one day. And yeah, but, I, I mean, up. I was good for, like what 10 i think i wrote consistently for 10 days and then i was just like <laughs> that's pretty impressive though considering you had just had a baby to like, be fair prior. i would bring the laptop to the nicu and it's like all right i'm sad let's write instead of like sitting here and being sad so i don't remember what happened why i just stopped holidays exhaustion holidays probably. exhaustion for sure and then it was just kind of a like a pain in the ass to lug that the laptop yeah. in addition to everything else i would bring to the nicu yeah but, but there's nothing stopping us from ending our stories the way we want to. This is true. This is very, very true. So, and yeah, like I said, I have copious notes. I don't know if I have, like, ending material in there, but we'll just make up something. <laughs> Whatever. We can write each other's endings. Ooh. You're going to be like, and they Ooh. all die. <laughs> Everyone die <laughs> in the most horrific, painful way possible. The Except end. for Dakota, he lived. Dakota lived. Dakota and Jeremy lived, and now we're going to write a <laughs> like 60K slow burn, like maybe friends to enemies to lovers type of deal because of like some shit with Wolf Halleck. We'll get there. I'm on board. We'll get there. And yes, I am still reading an inordinate amount of fan fiction, just not Pacific Rim. I have moved on. <gasps> well, I mean, you get to a point where it's just like you're staring at the feed waiting for stuff to update. <laughs> and it's not refreshed. Like over anything, over. there's one story, and Sass will back me up on this because uh, I shared it with her, and we were both like, 
why hasn't she updated it again? Aww. She said she had it all written. What the fuck? You it's, should email her. Uh, there's been some uh, messaging on Twitter. Because you can't, like, you can't go knocking on somebody's door with a fanfic and be like, hey, bitch, why aren't you updating this? No, but wouldn't, weren't we so flattered when our one fan? <laughs> we were. We definitely this. were. We definitely were. And this, uh, uh, I believe uh, uh, she's a woman, is um, the linchpin of, like, the Pacific Rim fandom online still. Oh, my. She's a prolific writer. She writes, like, a fuck ton. It's insane the amount of fiction that she writes for like you know 20 people out there that still read this Uh shit we appreciate maria very very much so uh but yeah we're like and she's alluded to working on it but we're like where's that next chapter babe i need the next chapter like oxygen i feel that but then you've got good omens so it's all good sheila it's all good in the hood i do plan to watch good omens now that i have um 10 years later finished breaking bad which I, Ooh, I needed to, right. I, I I still feel like I just need to gather my thoughts and I kind of need someone to hold me because for a show that was so um, about the criminal element and bad people doing bad things, it was incredibly emotional and I didn't realize that I was so emectionally invested um, and I feel like there's a hole in my heart. Remember but it Ozzy ended perfectly. Mandy's you guys can't do Breaking Bad without <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Bob just said we can't have Breaking Bad chat if he's not mic'd up. I would love to talk about that with you because it is so... Okay, can I just... I'm just going to say that I thought that it was a 10 out of 10, like a technically perfect, because I thought the cinematography was phenomenal. I thought the sound design, both in the choices of music and also the actual sound design to create anxiety in certain scenes. Like, I almost had a panic attack and I stopped it and I was like, why am I feeling like this? And it was the sound design. It's one of those shows where somebody tells you, oh, this is one of the best TV shows of all time. And normally you go, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. sure. That's one where you're like, oh, no, yes, I I 1,000% agree with you. <laughs> it it just, um, the acting was, uh, Brian Cranston is. Oh, it's a tour de force. It's a tour de force. But Aaron Paul also. Oh, like huge appreciation for Aaron Paul after that phenomenal, show. Phenomenal, both of them. I, and it was just, it was such tight storytelling and the writing was incredible and the direction was incredible. That's what comes from knowing when you're going to end though. Knowing the end yes, point. That's but so important to I heard, story. though, that they didn't have the story all planned out, that they went season by season. And even some of the things that are really meaningful, like when he leaves the watch on top of the payphone, mm. was a continuity error that they then had to run with. So they made it into a character moment. Art from adversity, though, Sheila. You fucked something up. Exactly. You make it work. But I exactly. feel like they, they knew they weren't going to go forever, though. No, I, th- I think I think maybe right not knowing that. exactly when they were going to end, but not like something like on network TV, like a Lost, for example, where they're just like, oh, fuck. Or Battlestar. To, we have to keep this going. Well, Battlestar, they knew they weren't going to have like a lot. Battlestar wasn't network TV. That was on sci-fi. No, that's true. Lost, they thought they were going to have to go for like a really long time because that's what network TV is. They want you to go forever. Yeah. So they started stretching shit out and it was like. What, what what are we doing here? The whole model of TV writing in the way that it works kind of makes me amazed that anything ever ends up being good. The whole writing by committee and then not knowing where your story is going and then being subject to like, oh, this actor got another job and now has to leave the show or this actor is a dick and had to be fired for being homophobic or this actor died like Luke Perry. Right. You got to roll with those punches. But I think that if you have a good writer's room, mm-hmm. like a good diverse writer's room mm-hmm. staring at you, Game of Thrones, it's <laughs> it, it can be done. Yes. For sure. I don't even want to talk about this. Breaking Bad kind of redeemed the heartbreak from Game of Thrones for me. So TV is back for you? TV is back for okay, me. Yes. Good. I'm glad. I'm happy. But 
should we segue into watch good omens yes i will let's 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 segue okay so when we last left our heroes uh they were i guess celebrating christmas we had just celebrated connertmas (laughs) there was one (laughs) merry connertmas everyone (laughs) happy connor year okay here we go christmas melted away into new year's which according to the denizens of dakota's domicile Merited a breathtaking champagne lathered, <laughs> jam packed jubilation. Oh, I oh. missed your story so I much. Really, really went for that right there. It just went there, for there it. was one in the last, because I, I just edited the last episode this morning. And we hit that alliteration, both of us, real, <laughs> real fucking hard sometimes. And it's just like, oh my God. Pull I it just, back. I thought that Pull apparently it was the pinnacle of just, you know, amazing writing. <laughs> Um, the roster included the Lucky Seven, uh, Mephistopheles, Lucifer, and Roswell. There they are. <laughs> Cleo, Ursula Devaney, Tony Mangio. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Tony's back. <laughs> he was getting Italian ice with Gina. That's six. That's not seven. Um, and Counting. Wartime Alleys, Trent's boys, Ed and his boys, the Slackers with a capital S, and all their girlfriends. There's no Z in Slackers? There probably should have been. There it was the been. 90s. There really should have been. I feel that's to the detriment of, of your work. I guess these are other gangs. Thank you. No <laughs> she problem. nudged the microphone <laughs> toward to me because I got too that. excited. <laughs> First to arrive were the two-thirds irrepressible trio. So wait, we're having a New Year's Eve party. That's yes. what's going on. This is okay. a completely irrelevant, okay. low stakes no kind worries. of a thing. Mephistopheles already cuddling goblet with pitching nectar. Toasted me and thereby animated Taylor's jealousy. Speaking of mess, oh, fuck you, Taylor. Speaking of <laughs> Mephistopheles, and I know it's not that in Cats, but have you seen Cats? No. We have to go see Cats, Sheila. I know. We, like, I know. We, we do. Maybe not in the theater, but when it, it it comes out on whatever streaming in like a week or two, you we must make time. I feel like now that marijuana is legal, that would be an excellent way to uh, oh, that's not a bad enjoy the spectacle that is Cats. Or at least a drinking game of some kind. Yeah, I, what I'm saying is I don't think that I can appreciate. No, no, we, we need we need something. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And we can make it an after the movie. It's a Everything date. Everything is content. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Lucifer clammed up. Roswell was utterly inebriated. Um, Eddie and Trent's debonair troopers and their escorts of questionable morality roosted in corners. Why do you hate women so Oh, there's there's more of that. Why does Darcy hate women? God, she she will go into Th- that This a is like the, the treatise <laughs> that we have to write about your story. Like, we went back, we read this, and now we need to figure out why... And, and I think, if anything, it's an indictment of how fucking sad it is how, like... Teenage girls are inundated with this shit. No, that's and what just, it is. Like supposed to hate other chicks. Like non-jokingly, it's the patriarchy because I believed at that age that all other women were my competitors, not my cohort. Right. You know, it's very sad. It's it is hilarious, but sad. <laughs> <laughs> Cleo waltzed away with Saturn. Marijuana's malodorous bouquet laced the air. <laughs> and they're right there is someone who had never been around marijuana. <laughs> I was going to smoke the marijuana like a cigarette. <laughs> I feel like it's the second time you used that quote on this it podcast. It definitely is. We record like 
years away from like the other recordings. I I don't remember what I said. It's true. That's why that first that first batch. <laughs> well, that we just got drunk. Why we told those like same stories like oh fifty God. times. I think I think that's unfortunately one of my personality traits anyway. And then we are both very sleep deprived these days. So unfortunately, you're gonna get a lot of repeats, folks. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I hope I hope you like them. <laughs> Uh, the drunken carousing incited the presence of a multitude of air guitars, ribald ditties, and much pinching. <laughs> Sounds what? like a party. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't expect to cry so soon into the podcast. <laughs> but, like, I was like, okay, I get what she's saying. Like, they're partying 90s style right. kind of partying like, 90s style like the party and can't hardly Filio wait Co- yes uh, exactly <laughs> like that that was exactly how that party was pinching each other unless that's slang for something and we just no. don't remember what it is no i think it was just a person who had never attended a party <laughs> jimmy sheila I know. Not that I had fucking been anywhere as a 12-year-old. I definitely shouldn't have put makeup on before this. But I'm like mascara, like running down my face. Oh, fuck. And yes, I, I did just put makeup on to record a podcast. That's that's what all you folks need to know. She looks beautiful. Oh, thank you. I kind of think that what I might have been... I might have had a very... Okay. You know in Oliver Twist, when in the beginning, when like Mr. Bumble and the lady are like flirting around... Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't pinch me. I shall scream, Mr. Bumble. I think that was the level of, like, sexual lasciviousness. A sort of Victorian, like, like abandon is what I think I was envisioning. There's the title of the episode. (laughs) Victorian abandon. No, that's like, that's like a fucking, like, band name. (laughs) I know. I do. I do like that turn of phrase. I should write that down. You should. I should write write another novel. Okay. Um, ooh, the epitome of anarchy, a mosh pit, <laughs> had been established to spangle skins. With- you know, I actually find that there's a, there's a certain, and I haven't been in a mosh pit in many, many years, but there's mm-hmm. a certain, like, it, it's not as anarchy-laden as you would think. No, there's, a um a, like, an organization to it. There or is. Or a code of... Ish, yes. I think it really depends on the band, though. It also does. It's very true. Like, I've heard some horror stories, and I've also heard some really lovely stories of people, like, saving people who were about to get trampled. I was going to say, yeah, like, I did that at a Kill Hannah concert, so. But I also Kill injured Hannah, myself so. at a Kill Hannah concert. I don't, I don't even I like Kill Hannah. I have scar, but I did have one from the mosh pit at Kill Hannah. Did we go to the same show with the Metro? I don't know that we ever saw Kill Hannah together. I don't think we did. I feel I like I, I only ever. Jamie. I only ever went with Jamie, too, so. She must have been a big fan. She was a that huge we were Kill all Hannah going. fan. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kennedy's a decent song. Yeah, it, it's up in the shuffle every now and again, and it's like okay. <laughs> I feel like it's um, the concept is good, but the execution is poor. I like to welcome to Chicago, motherfucker, too. I am a sucker for any song that's about Chicago. I mean, that's mostly why I like that song. But I had a, I had a couple other albums; they weren't bad. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> They're all right. Dubious at best. Uh, I threaded my way through the recumbent souses on the floor. Again, so Victorian. Invaded collective privacy and dexterously deranged several decanters. Here's the thing, though. What time are we at that the people are already, like, drunk on the floor? Like, we, we haven't even hit midnight, have well, we? These are gangbangers. I mean, they don't... They go hard. They go hard. <laughs> That's exactly. <Okay. laughs> 
But they also drink champagne because champagne caressed the floor, slithering along a scintillating path. I mean, it's got to be like, what's what's the really shitty champagne that you can get? Andre. Is it Andre? Yeah. Oh, I feel like it's something else. Maybe it's Andre. Oh, Cook's? Cook's is what I'm thinking of. I think Andre is slightly worse. Okay. And I am an expert in this, actually. Um, the best drinking night I ever had was the night that I drank two bottles of Andre. Oof. And it was just so much fun. No, it was one of those miraculous times. Well, we were like 23. So there was no hangover, just a lot of joy. I would say my best drinking night was also back in like that era as well. We went to uh, Flugtag. Oh, yeah. They do they still it. do that? I don't know that they do. They only did it in Chicago, like, the one year. Oh, And then, like, okay. the next time they were going to do it, like, there was something with the currents or whatever. It was, like, stormy or some shit, and they mm-hmm. couldn't do it. But we went to that, and then we went to uh, the Killer Margarita. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. And we were all, like, young and poor, so we were like, how are we going to fucking pay for this? Because we had a lot of margaritas. <laughs> but then, I think it was one of Jade's friends was with us. I don't remember his name. I remember he was kind of into me, though. He bought me comics once. It was very weird. That's nice. Uh, hey, I'm not saying no. Um, and he ended up picking up the tab for us. For everybody? For everybody. Wow, that's super generous. And it was, like, expensive. Yeah, no, was, that like, was, like, a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, and we were, like, Jade's, like, oh, you don't have to do that. And Eric and I are kicking her under the table, like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. What's the matter with you? Oh. And then we went, we regrouped at somebody's house, but we got like a case of like lineys that we polished off What's there. What's a liney? Lining kugels. Oh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like we might have watched Gremlins 2 while we were doing that. <laughs> and then we went to Proust. Oh, that does sound like a great night. Off there. Oh, it was outstanding. Yeah, we, we had some good times. We did. We did. We're old and boring <laughs> yeah, now, but we used to have true. lots of fun. <laughs> I can't drink lest my babies start crying. Uh, let's see. I squelched along seeking Taylor. Taylor, coatless and hatless, was subjecting himself somewhat obtusely to December's numbing aerial slices and cutthroat hailstorms. Are they outside? Taylor is outside. Okay. Taylor, I hailed him sweetly. There you are. Aren't you freezing? No, he murmured. It's too hot in there. Are you okay? Yeah, but it scares me in there. Okay. Scares you? Wait, wait, wait. What what, what you doing there? Oh, you're just getting getting ready. I'm getting situated because... I, I can I can sense the Darcy rants. That's yeah. Oh so, no. So let, let's fire it up. Let's fire it up. Oh god. Okay. Tay's hair whipped at breakneck speed. <laughs> let's talk about his long hair. Why? Um, in Chicago in the winter. So sure. Yeah. It's windy. It's yeah. Windy. It's cold and Taylor's it's windy. Taylor's like, oh, it's not. I'm too good for the party. <laughs> I don't know because I don't want to be all like they all are. I don't. <laughs> this is just perfect that we just talked for like five minutes about margaritas i don't ever want to grow up and be drunk or be so dirty the way they are oh god i was such a little oh you know what it recalls sheila it recalls chibi erica standing in a bathroom (laughs) talk about that anymore ever being berated (laughs) for a party i didn't even go to Did you try to tell me that and I didn't I don't you? really remember. The, the ins and outs of what was actually said, I, I just remember. Oh God, I was so judgy. Event occurred. And now we have a record of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two records, really. <laughs> we have this and we have the podcast. Oh, good. Where, so I, where, I bring it up, where I bring it up incessantly. <laughs> I want romance, flowers, and poetry. Not to be with some guy, any guy, in a dark corner. I hate it. It's so loud and oppressive and alcoholic. <laughs> oh, Darcy. 
then why didn't you like go to somebody else's house? Or like literally everybody there. Literally everybody. Go to twenty four hour Starbucks then, bitch. Shut up. They did not have those in nineteen ninety seven. Yes, they did. That one on Wells in the city was always twenty four hours. They that North and Wells. Yes, that's been twenty four hours for like ever. How long do you think Starbucks has been in the city? Not since nineteen ninety seven. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Mm hmm. Nowhere to go. Yeah, right, Judgy. <laughs> Calm down over there. Right, Judge Duty. <laughs> That's why I'm out here. He roped his hair back. Let's talk more about his Fuck hair. Fuck you, Tyler. I can't stand it. His name is Taylor, Taylor. not Tyler. Whatever. <laughs> you shouldn't be here. Oh, God, this is even worse. You shouldn't be here. I mean, you shouldn't be in this neighborhood with these people. I know they're your friends, but they all belong here. They're all part of it. Saturn, he loves it. You know he does, and he wouldn't trade his life for anyone else's. I mean, to be fair, it's not like their life is bad. And isn't Saturn like a DJ at this point? Yeah, no, Saturn has like a better job than Taylor. He like waltzed into a radio station, was like, hey, shirtless McGee over there, can I get a radio job? I'm 16 years old. And they like, yeah. definitely gave it to him. They've got life by the balls. He's a go-getter, that Saturn. That's fair. That's fair. It's mm-hmm. fair. I mean, I'm sure if we did that right now, we would get a job. Absolutely. And you shouldn't be here either. We should both be somewhere else. Oh, Darcy, yes. yeah. I'm glad I have you. You understand these things. You know what's really funny? Is that with, you, like, with these scenes where it's the two of them being all like, oh, <laughs> us, we're great. It's like just so obvious that he's going to get his head blown off at the end of this. <laughs> Is it because he's too perfect? No, no. It's just because they're like so in love or whatever. And it's like sickening. Yeah. You know, the, and it like just reeks of that. And you were, how old when you wrote this? 12? 12. Like, of course that's how it's going to end. Yeah. Because otherwise they would have to age and do adult stuff. And that makes us uncomfortable. Exactly. Can't have that. Dirty stuff. Dirty people. Well, Taylor's how old? 22. 21. He's 21. fucked before. Uh, no. I am. No. There is no way that that man <laughs> with his sword, which makes an appearance in the next scene... Okay, okay, no, okay, keep going, because we need to get to sword. Okay. Um, Darcy, I'm glad I have you. You understand these things, and I can say them to you. You're the only one. Do you know that? Taylor entwined me in his arms. Sweetheart, you can go back in and get your coat. I'm fine, I chattered. If you're sure, he replied dubiously. You know, we never started our book. You didn't. I corrected him. I did. The apples of his cheeks flooded with claret ecstasy. You did? I like the apples of his cheeks. That's the last half of that sentence I didn't care for. But I do like the apples of his cheeks. Well, that's just, I didn't, like, invent that. That's what these are. No, I know. Yeah. I just enjoyed that you you have it. Take the fucking compliment. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I just, I don't want a compliment from one of the dirty people who drinks alcohol oh, and goes sorry. to parties. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You'll have to tell me. It's here somewhere. I hid it from everyone else because sometimes they're in an unfavorable light. <laughs> what a bitch. I didn't want to offend our friends. It started with how I ran away. Oh, so wait, she's like writing shit about him in her book? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hard C. I know. This is all stuff that I didn't know about, but this is going to work so well in the update that I'm writing. <laughs> it will work very well. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hope that doesn't bore anybody. <laughs> now, boring's not the word, Darcy. It won't. Oh, Darcy, you really started it? Really, I glimmered, exulting in his verve. Pipe. It should be done by about May, I guess. Okay. We yeah, saw- I've said that too. <laughs> Darcy this is the year. Us. This is the year for oh, Darcy no. and Renee. Maybe that's when Taylor dies. Maybe Ooh. that was 
foreshadowing. Ooh. Mm-hmm. See, now we're talking like the the next project for you though, mm-hmm. which I am infinitely like interested in. I need to start working on that again because I was having fun, but I kept getting frustrated because whenever I would sit down to do it, the baby would cry. Like she was like she knew. Uh, we scrambled to our feet as a euphoric margarita-enhanced roar arose. This is a great party. Margaritas and champagne. You got that margaritas flowing, man. Yeah. And this is the countdown. Happy I mean, good, good way to feed a crowd, though. Yeah. Who's up Make a crowd? A picture. Margarita. Big yeah. pitcher of margaritas. Yeah. And they're so delicious. They really are. Like a good margarita. I'm not, like, huge into the blended ones so much anymore. Oh, I love the blended ones. I mean, ones. I'll have a blended one. I'm not going to turn my nose up at a blended one. I just prefer them on the rocks. I love a good rocks margarita. But it's, those mm. are harder to find. I they feel are. like they are. You well, know, Big Star well is a good too. one. I, you know, I don't know that I've ever actually been to Big Star. Big Star is kind of irritating because it's so crowded all the time. Yeah, because it's so crowded all the time. And the food's not that good. Yeah, for it to be that crowded all the time, but they have a patio and a prime. It's location. the patio. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. And, but the margaritas are really good. Um, countdown, Happy New Year. A saccharine snow shower powdered us as if by some astral cue. <laughs> Taylor and I were locked in a tenacious embrace for each other, for everything we should have been and still could be. <laughs> Such awesome overwrought teen drama. Oh, that's pure fanfic at the end I, there, though. I loved that. I actually like, I'm, loved I, that. I, I think I've read that exact line like several <laughs> times over the last year. It's so hopeful. Who was it? I was right. Oh, no, I messaged uh, it was Sass. I was like, I think I've read the word whimper more times <laughs> in the last like year period than I've ever even like heard it in like the last like 34. You must gravitate toward what do you call it? The the sick wounded. Oh, hurt comfort, hurt baby, comfort. right there. It's right where you want to be. You get a lot of whimpering in other shit too, though. With sex whimpering. There's some sex whimpering. There's there's just there's there's lots of whimpering in fan fiction. I'm surprised there isn't more whimpering in this. That probably comes later. Probably when there's more blood. Uh, 1998 was tragically not vastly different from 1997. Incorrect thesis. 1998. Had very bad music, and 1997 was the pinnacle of awesome alternative radio jams. Well, it was 1998 when we start when new metal started yes, slowly exactly. creeping its tendrils in? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. 1997 was like semi charmed life. I'd still go to a corn concert. I'm just saying. I would not, but I would get drunk and put on corn, like, with you. I think we've done that on <laughs> several different occasions. <laughs> I was never one of those poor souls who suffered severe depressions during the holidays, but I was... Well, fuck you, bitch. Well, it gets worse, but I was beginning to view their plight as less than outlandish. Excuse you. I mean, to be fair, it was the 90s. We didn't have the same view of (laughs) mental health as we do now. Well, she was also, like... Well, I guess... mm -hmm. Just again, like, I was 12 and had not experienced depression. And could not understand why anyone else would, because there's so much to be excited about. Why are like, you just swords. sad? <laughs> like, oh, if it were only that easy. Past self. So this is possibly the most pointless scene in the entire novel. And we had a whole, like, plot cul-de-sac with Antony and Cleopatra. <laughs> this is more pointless than that. Do you have any applesauce? Was my requisition of Saturn upon January 1st. Applesauce? I don't think so. Why? He pulled a moo. Again, French word moo, not like no okay. moo. Okay. You like that stuff? I'm in an applesauce mood. I cooed mellowly. That's the mood? It's applesauce. I know. Like, like, it's not an outlandish request. But I don't know. That's a weird thing to have a craving for. Is it? I think maybe. I don't know. 
I just can't remember the last time I was like, you know what I need right now? Some I need apple some motherfucking applesauce in my life right now. If I was having um, potato pancakes Ooh. and a nice pork something, mm-hmm. schnitzel, tenderloin. Some schnitzel. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> How can you be in a food mood? Saturn reaped some hilarity food from mood. his unintentional rhyme. You and Saturn, both of you. Everyone has food moods. It was a facet of psychology which piqued my curiosity. Psychology, forensic pathology. You know, this could, this it could have been interesting. And then Darcy would go and say that, and now it's just like it's like let me spell it out. For you, you killed the food mood, man. <laughs> when we get stressed out, we eat crunchy things. When we're deeply upset, oh, I'm sorry, we're like going into this. Yes, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Darcy's like, it's let Darcy. me explain it all. Uh, when we're in need of love, like motherly love, we eat foods that are reminiscent of childhood. When we feel like our nerves need soothing, we eat soft, smooth foods like, foods like pudding. Here's the thing. Like, listening to this now and knowing what you have planned for the follow-up story, it's it's just like, oh, I want that follow-up story. Like, <laughs> no, I know. so badly now. Maybe tonight I will work on it. When we want to pamper ourselves, we eat rich, fattening stuff. Do you see what I mean? This is not true. No, not at all. It's not at all true. Okay incredulously so what kind of mood is an applesauce mood i think it's partly to soothe my nerves and partly because i'm world weary i sighed pompously oh (laughs) let me tell you one thing here nothing annoys me more than people who are like i'd say I'll, i'll go like under 45 who are world weary you don't get to be world weary until you've you've reached kind of middle age unless you've been through some shit do you not feel like like i don't feel like i'm permanently world weary but i'm certainly like not world in like some fresh. ways but i don't think you get to be like let me rephrase if you're in your 20s you don't get to be world weary unless fair you've been through some shit if you've been through some shit i'll give it to you yeah, you... I really want to follow up with this, but I don't because I think that it would get really heavy. Well, that's what I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to table that conversation and have it after the podcast. It's in the parking when lot. When we go get our like evening coffee. Sure. <laughs> Before we go to our dinner. Because we're old ladies. We're fun. We um, are. Should I stop we're there? We're fun. <laughs> we're fun. Uh, Sure. Okay. We'll get into the mall sword action next scene. Oh, mall sword. I know. <laughs> Wait, he takes it to a mall? No, it's from the mall. Oh, it's from the mall. Okay. Actually, I don't know where it's from. He's a profession. His dad is a professional fencer. Spoilers. Tags for the next episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> How does one make a living as a professional fencer? I mean, if you're... I mean, I'm out like, of my depth on this is, one. Is he teaching people in, like, movies? Like, is he a stuntman? Um... I don't know. These are all excellent questions to explore together next episode. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll be sure to remember to ask them again as I repeat myself incessantly. Please do. Okay. Over to you. So as we recall uh, from the last episode, I had apparently decided to just cut out a vast chunk of my story and move <laughs> us up to shit where it just didn't make any sense because like, Stuff had changed so much. We had jumped so far into the uh, future in the novel that it was like we we definitely like paused the podcast so I could sort through and figure out what the fuck happened because I thought I was losing some pages. I know, Izzy. It's it's, it's, it's tragic, baby. really. 
She's like, why did you do that? <laughs> I don't Mom? know. You know, I ask, because it's, it's like one of the things that I've, I've read in mo- most writing advice will say, just fucking write. Just write the first mm-hmm. draft. It's a first draft. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good. It's kind of going to suck. Just get it out. Just try and get it out. And I would always get like part of the way through and then be like, or I could go back and read what I wrote and tear it apart <laughs> and then never finish this ever because I'm garbage. So it's it's hard though because everything you set down closes all the other doors and it's like, well, what if I wanted to go a different route? Now I can't. We'll write a different story. Yeah, but you can't just write infinite permutations of like the same story. <laughs> oh, uh, my my binder's <laughs> Wait, full of like bullshit. Take when, that when, back. When, um, hazard to disagree with you. I retract my statement. So uh, I mentioned last episode that I was going to look for um, some notes that would kind of give some clarity to where the fuck we ended up. I didn't get a chance to look through them, but I do have them. So at some point in a future episode, I'll try and distill them down because it's, it's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it just seems like anytime I had, like, a notebook, mm-hmm. I'd be like, let me, like, you know, shuck down something that's going to be like, okay, this is something that could possibly happen. Maybe this is, like, the backstory for this. Mm-hmm. And it's just changed so many times that I think at this point it's just like, who the fuck even knows anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's part of the reason why I was like, I need to step away from this, ultimately. Because it's just, like, it's so convoluted and there's just so much back like shit that it's just eh. but don't you ever feel tempted to just revisit it now with like totally fresh bones you know what i mean to an extent i feel like i need to write at least finish something else first okay that's fair you know and it's like i've got that what's the one the debbie markson debbie yeah you love debbie we i do go back with debbie i did yeah um i'd like to finish that I had the thing that I started for NaNoWriMo, which I think has some legs, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. But I would like, I'd like to finish something. Let, uh, let me rephrase. I'd like to finish something that isn't fan fiction. I mean, they say that that's the best way to get yourself, like flex those muscles and get yourself used to. Which I would, there, there's definitely people out there. <clears throat> I've read some stuff that you're just like, please like write you know, with your own original characters yeah. because, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, yeah. It helps. I mean, you struggle with endings because you just don't write them. <laughs> I, just, I just don't bother. But you do for your fanfic. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, we were talking about this uh, maybe the last time you were over here with uh, with the babies where I do have that crossover fanfic that I've always kind of had in the back like if I run out of stuff or if we ever did like a live show which is never gonna fucking happen I would read it for that you never know you never know you never know but maybe you're looking at me like what what are you talking about have I not told you Robert dearest of my heart about my Dragon Ball Z Final Fantasy 7 crossover fanfic that I wrote when I was like 12 years old That's not what happened, but <laughs> maybe I can write a follow-up. How would that even work? That's a, that's a hole we don't need to go down. Well, I mean, <laughs> at what point, 
know, how far into the Dragon Ball storyline does it divert? You know, I have I've never gone back and read it because, quite what? frankly, <laughs> I'm sure it's very embarrassing. Bob's question was, how far into the Dragon Ball canon uh, does it get before it diverges? And I'm pretty sure it's pretty far in. We're post Frieza. It's a post Frieza world. Sheila has no idea. I, what I do not. About. <laughs> I do not. But anyway, that is on the back burner. In case I run out of this dumb bullshit, I will go find it online. I will print it, and I will humiliate myself, which is the whole point of this podcast, for you, the people, <laughs> the person, the person. Right. <laughs> we look forward to it. Me and the for person. you, Kani. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, okay, <clears throat> so last time uh, Renee was in some kind of a prison, she escaped, she knocked out Bethano. No one knows what the fuck is going on, least of all us. Okay. We'll just... So I'll, say, I'll save my questions unless I think you can really actually oh, no, 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 no. Fire away with them, okay. Sheila. Fire away all with right. them. We'll see what we can do. Okay. Uh, as Bethano... Eh, can't talk. <laughs> ah. <laughs> execution <laughs> thank you thank you so much I haven't had anything to drink today I promise uh, as Bethano wavered back to consciousness he was blinded by a familiar white cape oh fancy it's perfect fabric was it's <laughs> okay this this is a sentence it's perfect fabric was desperately irritating <laughs> Is it like Bethano's into textiles and he's like, God damn, like I could never make a cape that beautiful. Maybe? I, I feel like that should be something that should be explored further, though. Well, he's been busy with his mining operation. Who knows what the fuck he's doing? Right? Fracking or whatever. <laughs> <It's> fracking. <laughs> All right. I don't know how a, a, a fabric can be desperately irritating, but sure. Uh, Bethano had lived among the sand and the dirt Even after his people made him king Was he king? I thought he was lord Whatever The filth was inescapable The elaborately immaculate drapings <laughs> Mocked and infuriated him I see what you were going for Which is like whoever this asshole is That just sailed in here yeah. Comes from a world Right, 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 right It's just the execution is kind of terrible <laughs> Cape is desperately irritating. <laughs> I am desperately irritated. <laughs> I'm gonna just like fling that into the lexicon now. <laughs> it is a great turn of phrase. Uh, ba you've muddled our plans, Kellyan King. So, oh, ooh, okay. is this knight? I think it might be. Why would knight be wearing a white cape? It doesn't matter. Go Who on. Knows? Who knows? Juxtaposition, mm, Sheila. Mm. It's a literary term. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of consonants and assonance. Um, uh, metaphor. Um, you might want to employ them. <laughs> in your novel. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bethano could only groan in response. Night. Here we go. Ah. Emissary to the dark. Ah, ah, okay. No, but there we go. There we go. Because I remember last time we were like, there's all these names. No one knows what the hierarchy is. Night reports to dark. There we go. I, um, that's not a, that's not a metaphor. <laughs> like dark is a Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. No. I just thought. I remember there was the darkness. And then we started And then, yes, the I do remember that. 
I know it's been a while since we've recorded that, and I, I have you at a disadvantage because I listened to it yeah. this morning, but there, there was definitely darkness singing. So I'm assuming the dark refers to, is referring to the darkness. The, the actual darkness. No. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like have you to do that, not, right? right like, yeah. like we're holding back because we've done it like a thousand times on this podcast. But Bob was like, I don't have to. This is happening for realsies. And Izzy's just kind of like, sure. <laughs> she did spit up. She did. She did. She got in my jeans, so now I'm like, I mean, that's just oh, kind of our Izzy. life now. Well, normally I'm good enough to know not to wear, like, stuff that I'm going to wear to work while I'm feeding her. It's hard, fair. though. That's it's fair. like, how many outfit changes do I have to do every day? Oh, for her alone, it's like, oh my God. what's your highest? I'm on my oh, second s- bib of this feeding. So. <laughs> Damn. No, like... Six or seven. Yeah, we're up there too. Yeah. It's just like, what? What do you like, like? What do you want from me, kid? Yeah. Like, can we not? For the love of God, can we? Not? I, like my water bill. I don't want to talk about it. I don't even know why I end up putting sheets in the pack and play anymore because she spits up on them constantly. Yeah. No. Back to the dark. Uh, night emissary to the dark hovered above the beaten man. She knows she contains the creator. Another groan. See, this is shit that we should have had. What? Like, there's this giant chunk of the center of the story. So, I think we discussed this in the last podcast, but just to re-up, I think this is what, what happened. If memory serves, at the very, at the beginning, we're talking way, 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 at the creation of everything. There's the creator, and it's either the other or the darkness. I think it's the other. It's like God. This is like, yeah, this is God creating the universe. God is the other. No, no. God, God is, is the, the creator. Darkness. God the is the creator. Okay, right. No, that the makes other, sense. The two like entities, whatever. Okay. Um, because we just have to harken back to Christian mythology because that's that's all I knew apparently. Fair. Um, so if I'm recalling correctly, the protectress line that Renee is a part of mm-hmm. passes down, like a part of the creator. Some noises going on over there. Yeah. That they like hold within themselves and it's okay. like a, like the triforce kind of like the triforce yes because we're just derivative of, any, <laughs> of everything um so it, it's and maybe it's not something she knows maybe it is something she found out because yeah she was all kind of like being weird in the last episode and mm-hmm. like oh you can't like hurt me and kill me and like so she's semi-divine kind of so, yes. slightly divine slightly okay. yeah ish desperately irritated <laughs> i am desperately irritated <laughs> okay uh night growled deep in its throat and waved its hand sure uh watching the king massage his jaw and struggle to his feet gave it great satisfaction i don't think he was a king wasn't he like lord he probably got elevated during the you know time of or missing. just i yeah can Narrative consistency <laughs> has no place here, Sheila. Um, ba, 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 you humans are pathetic. Uh, wasn't she bound? We did get kind of sexy times last time, didn't That's we? That's right. We uh, both have a fair bit of bondage in our stories. <laughs> All of our stories. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you're into what you're into, Sheila. I no. grew up with Nancy Drew. like Right? And she's getting tied up like every, every single time. You have to wonder... It's like mm-hmm. the, the original creator of Wonder Woman. Exactly. What's yeah. with all the lassos and all of that? Oh, my God. My coworker told me about that. I had no idea. Oh, it's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, she already knows Bethany grunted. Um, her body, it healed itself like 
It should be like not life, like nothing. Life nothing. <laughs> uh, I'd never seen anything like it before. Why didn't she kill you? That's night asking Bethano. Bethano had thought about that himself. She let him live when she had every reason to end him. She'd even mentioned getting close to him to do exactly that. Something occurred to him then. Pity, the Callian King suggested, only half joking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Poor Bethano. It's okay. We still love you. Uh, you've already failed us. So we're referring to ourselves in the plural now? Well, it's the royal we. Oh, I guess that's true. Super we of the darkness. Right, whatever. She was supposed to turn against them when she revealed her true nature. Uh, Your smart mouth won't relieve you of the other's wrath. Mm. So, right. So, what I'm thinking is it's other... Night reports to darkness, darkness reports to other. <laughs> That's what I think the hierarchy is. Evening reports to night and dusk reports to evening. Hey, I thought I was being like real smart with this shit. Not convoluted and confusing and terrible. Uh, not much I could do about her already knowing. Uh, then you must destroy her in some other way. Is she sitting right there? No. She's oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're just talking. And she's just so kind of awkward. like, well, this is an awkward conversation. No, she... Uh, left, and if memory serves, she found Cooper. Yes. And they're Coop. hanging somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. Having some damn fine coffee. <laughs> I actually did go to that little coffee shop in Chicago. It's Where like, is that? Sass and I randomly went there once, and I was like, what? It's like this? right off of Joey was looking at an apartment over there. It's on, I want to say, like Armitage or something. Mm-hmm, that sounds right. It was a really cute little spot. Yeah. Because I walked by and I was like, that's a Twin Peaks thing. <laughs> I don't watch that show, but that's awesome. <laughs> had a very good chai. You failed us already. No one cares. Destroy some other way. Uh, You're some kind of existential being. How do you not know all this? Oh, okay. Oh, no, wait. I've skipped a sentence. Oh, excuse me. Uh, So Bethano says, not much I could do about her already knowing. The knight says, then you must destroy her some other way. My master demands that she fall to her knees and submit to him. Bow down before them when you serve. Um, <laughs> you are some kind of uh, you're some kind of existential being. Says Beth. No, again, how do you not know all this? Um, the other does not meddle in the affairs of mortals. But isn't that kind <laughs> of exactly do. what they're doing? <laughs> yes. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The only vital information we must know is that the protectress carries the creator's essence inside her. A uh, hint of victory sent a smile to Bethano's lips. That doesn't. Does. But why would he? What, what victory? He's still alive. I guess that's fair. Fair. Fair point. Uh, revenge replaced the questions in his mind. We have secrets and terms to discuss. Wait, they? Why are they suddenly cool? I don't know. Okay. I was like, did I miss something? Did you miss the part about narrative consistency <laughs> and the swirling motion I like to do with my hand, even though we're on a podcast and it's not a visual medium? <laughs> no, no tense. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> Scratchy scene change. Renee swooped back into the camp, uh, gleaming a sword from one of the freshly dead. I don't know how they died, but sure. There was no time to see if it was a member of the Order or otherwise. That's right, this Order thing came, like, charging in when she found Coop. And she told Coop to, like, stay away. We don't know what the Order is. I'm assuming they're in relation to... Um, the cathedral that we've had mentioned a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, my vibe is, and I've seen this trope, which is like, it's in Buffy and it's in um, something else that just escaped my mind. But it's like, 
they technically report to the good guy, but they're sort of a patriarchal priesty group who's like, we're going to handle this. And then they fuck it up and like kill a bunch of people. Is that what's going to happen? I'm not sure, actually. Okay. Possibly. Okay. It's entirely possible. Let, let's find out together, let's shall we? Uh, uh, oh, and then Cole. We didn't meet Cole because I think he was in the, but that's, fuck you. That's I was, all I, I did. Little, like, oh, stop. All I did was raise an eyebrow Have involuntarily. Have we discussed that on here? We've discussed yes. that on here, so it doesn't bear repeating. Because <laughs> I, I sent my docs to him in <laughs> earlier episode. It's horrifically embarrassing. <laughs> Haven't we all had a priest? I guess. I mean, if you went to Catholic school, right? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. We're going to say yeah. I don't know. Upsetting. <laughs> 35-year-old Erica looks back and cringes. <laughs> My aunt certainly gets into the priest vibe. <laughs> so you're in good company. That makes me feel a lot better. Thank you. Uh, but, 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 but Cole, because uh, I don't know if we... That's yeah no yeah we mentioned it last episode that he's Renee's secret spouse yeah, yeah they're married and they have a daughter if memory serves yeah it was all about the whole forbidden romance thing very stupid uh Cole would be with them that was what mattered I'm gonna stop doing hand gestures wildly flashing torches guided her towards the battle her mind cycled through the possibilities she was the greatest warrior the Tantrum Empire had ever seen let's learn some humility here. Um, <laughs> That's and, never been one of her things. No. And if she'd been normal, the maelstrom would have killed her. Okay, I don't know what the maelstrom is. Oh, is it capital M? Yes. Oh. I have. We referenced it last episode as well. I have no concept of what that is. So I'm assuming it's either some kind of group or maybe that's like. Didn't. Well, I think you posited it might have been the Lamia. Did I? Yeah. Last episode. To me, it, it reads now as like um, a hero's journey like, type of uh, yeah, thing maybe. you have to pass through, like Scylla sure. and Charybdis. Yeah. No fucking clue. We'll, we'll see if it continues to be referenced. I kind of, I, I guess we missed that part, so probably not. Probably not, no. Uh, the 12 were excellent warriors. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm going to assume that that's related in some way to the maelstrom. We need like a Pepe Silvio wall for this. <laughs> um, but she could defeat them with no trouble. She urged her legs faster and pulled herself herself up onto a rooftop. Can't talk at all today. Below, the Callians had retreated back to allow the remaining members of the Maelstrom to finish off the Twelve. Maybe that, like, that should be the Order? Oh, I, maybe it's your Dwigged. That's a Dwigged situation, yes. Uh, no, wait. Had retreated back to allow the remaining members of the Maelstrom to finish off the Twelve. So the Twelve and the Maelstrom are two different things? They're on opposing sides. Sounds like it, right? Is the Twelve capitalized? Yes. Oh. As is Maelstrom. This must be your climactic scene where all the factions are coming together. That we did nothing to build up to <laughs> and had nothing about Never them that you could like. <laughs> right? So it's just a confusing mess <laughs> that makes no sense at all. Thanks, Chibi Erica. All right. Uh, bu- 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 um... Ray bared her teeth and inhaled. I can do that. Sure. Uh, thank you. That's how you do it. All right. <laughs> Instructional videos. Her roar echoed across the arid desert and every eye turned towards her perch. Even the elite of the maelstrom froze. That's going to be fucking crazy. Her echoing cry shook what little of humanity they had left within them. 
I'm just gonna like start writing like notes, like the little scraps that we get about them. <laughs> uh, her face burned red as fire as her cry finally ended. In the seconds it took the enemy to react, she let fly her spear. I think she picked one up the last episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. She just has a naturally occurring spear. And once it hit its target, leapt off of the roof, I'm assuming. Okay, so one down, like 500 to go. go. The surviving members of the Order roused themselves and hacked their way to Renee. Okay, so they're on her side. Sounds like it. And the Maelstrom is the opposing force. Uh, Relief flushed over her features as Cole took a place beside her. Uh, uh, Didn't think that I could take care of myself, she asked. Uh, none of that blood is yours, is it? He retorted, obviously concerned. <laughs> Banter. Yes. <I> Renee <laughs> ignored the question. Uh, watch their blades. These soldiers aren't Callie and Grunts. They know how to handle their weapons. <laughs> Renee's like, I'm not going to banter with you any further. <laughs> no longer bantering. <laughs> we are fighting now. Banter later. Okay. Just keeping an eye on the time because we do need to get coffee before oh, we true. go out. Tonight. Okay. And now I, I say that, uh, uh, dear listeners, as if we were going out, like, to a bar or something. We're, we're meeting people for dinner at, like, 6.30. <laughs> so that's where we're at. There and is an after party. It's just we're not attending because we are old, tired people. Yes, yes. All right. I, uh, I'll just read this next section and Kay. then we can, we can biggity bounce. Um, married with a child, Bethano pulled himself off the floor. I assume he's still talking tonight. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, she's kept her relationship a secret, but I have it straight from one of her inner circle. She's married to the priest. Now, remember... Who's talking tonight? It was... Uh, uh, we think, because this is in the large chunk that was missing, that Cooper... Was dumb. Found out about that. Was dumb. Was a bonehead. Told Bethano and was like, okay, this is a way that I can be with, with Darcy. Where's Both Darcy? Knows her as Meredith. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Knight raised an eyebrow, obviously intrigued. And what are the terms? And uh, Bethano says, I want the power to take Tiantra to crush the protectress's skull beneath my boot. Wow, wait, who is... Who, this is who, Bethano. He's talking to Meredith? No, he's talking oh. to Knight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's humiliated me far too many times. Uh, silence, Knight ordered. Its eyes <laughs> seemed to glaze over. <laughs> It went silent for a moment before focusing back on Bethano. Uh, the protectress belongs to the other. It's just, just like, fucking shut up, it's man. Just, yeah, just be quiet. Just stop talking. Uh, she has strength beyond measure, a strength you could never hope to match. I know we've discussed this before, but the whole, like, Renee's, like, queen shit of fuck town is really getting on my nerves. But, yeah, I mean, she does have the sort of balancing trait of, like, she's very cold. And I don't know if you wrote her to be, like, someone who's wildly out of touch with human emotion. <laughs> because, I, you know, she, I'm trying to think of a, a good character who's, like, analogous to that. You know, that person that's tamped it all down. Like, I have a wife or I have a husband and child, but they're a secret. And I don't never really mention but it's my child. So, like... like doesn't match with like how her character is written at all no they're all like oh it's renee right (laughs) but it does because she's a mystery she's a cipher because she no one knows her like i guess i don't know oh where the hell were we here uh protectress belongs to the other she has strength beyond measure that was the line that annoyed me a strength you can never hope to match 
Tiantra and those who rule it will be raised. It's R A Z E. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's how you. Uh, upon the ashes, you may build your kingdom. At the center of the new realm, you will build a shrine to the one who gave you victory. Well, how is Knight helping here? Like, why does Bethno need his permission to go wage human warfare? It sounds like he needs, like, help. He needs, like, the power or the strength to do it. So maybe that's manpower. Maybe that's the mystical, magical powers. It I'm sounds like it. Not sure. Because okay. it sounds like we got, like, kind of a dark pact kind of thing going here. Okay. All right. Build a shrine. Uh, it held out its arm and braced itself. Yeah, here we go. Tongues of light flickered around, around its hand. They wove into each other and elongated. Ooh, no, we're getting a sword. A black blade soon materialized. I love it. So this had to have been a, like, post-Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> is that a thing that happens? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Indeed it is. Derivative of the podcast. Uh, this shrine to the other will be the keystone to your kingdom, and this blade will be the keystone of the shrine. <laughs> Look at you. The blood of the emperor... Blood of the emperor that shouldn't be possessed. Oh, the, the blood of... That should just be plural. Okay. The blood of emperors will temper the blade. There's a apostrophe in there as if it was the possessive emperor. But yeah. Grammar. Uh, history will call it the black... Oh, come on. Don't throw it down. The black what? <laughs> come on. <laughs> the black... Plague? The black keys, the black magic woman. Oh, it's 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 we're going. It's like a kale situation all over oh, no. again. Oh, fuck off! The, the black widowmaker. No, that that's like that's rad. dope. That's rad. a rad as fuck name. <laughs> the black jade blade. <laughs> <laughs> I am so embarrassed. <laughs> For my best. <laughs> You're right over there. <laughs> I'm glad her daughter isn't like aware of things yet. She would be ashamed. <laughs> what are you talking about? She would love the black jade blade. Oh, fuck off. Anybody would love to wield the black jade blade. <gasps> like, like. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would history? Why? It doesn't matter. Right, like, and I guess you, like, there are swords that have names. Yeah, but he just named it. He was like, oh. But it has to, like, earn its fucking name, right? Isn't that kind of the whole point? Okay, so this is something I probably have done, like, a Wikipedia deep dive on (laughs) at some point, but I'm mostly going to be talking out of my ass, like, vis-a-vis Game of Thrones. I mean, that's what we do, so it's fine. I think, no, I think the sword gets its name before. Like, um... Unless it gets melted down and made into a new sword. Jamie gave, what was it? Oathbreaker. Oathkeeper. It was Oathkeeper. But it was something before that, wasn't it? Because ice was yeah, melted probably. down into two swords. But like Heartsbane, like, or, um. It's Heart Eater, wasn't it? Th- I think there were both of them. Heartsbane, okay. I think, is the Tarly ancestral sword. Okay. Which probably doesn't get talked about too much. It's been a while. It has been a minute. What was Jamie's sword's whale? name, though? Uh, it was, uh. It was, he called it Oathkeeper go- when he gave it to, uh, Brienne. Hearts. It had a different name. Is what yeah, I'm saying. yeah. We don't have to. So I guess you can call your sword whatever you want to, but probably the blacksmith names it, and then you would only rename it under you know extreme circumstances. Would the blacksmith name it though? Because it's like okay, I- I'm selling you a sword. 
Yeah, but or I feel like you, you buying can't the name your own sword. That's Why not, cheesy. Though? Because you end up calling it the Black Jade Blade, and the blacksmith is just face palming. Like, oh, but he's Jesus like, "But I got paid for the oh, Black Jade Blade." Shit, so right. <laughs> Torianzo is sitting in the back, like Jesus yeah, fucking Christ. Exactly. Why? I don't think you name your own sword. I think your friend names it for you, or your dad. I don't know. Your dad. Your dad <laughs> named your sword. <laughs> Maybe Taylor could shed some light on this. We should. We should ask him. His sword doesn't have a name. He's, how, how, him of all people, his sword. Statutory <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, shall, I shall wield it <laughs> for great justice. <laughs> I apologize okay. for that. I'm broke. You broke me. <laughs> oh, fuck off. And Wolf Halleck, his gun is called Target Run. <laughs> this is the ancestral blade of my family. Forged in deep Germania from centuries on. I call it Target <laughs> Oh fuck me! Okay. Oh, we're almost done. <laughs> Just a couple almost. more paragraphs. Oh, it has other names. Okay, history will call it the Black Jade Blade, comma the Callian Tempest. Better, better, better. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. Much I like better. That. Uh, and the left hand of the other. Also not terrible. Why is he like? I'm giving this sword three names right now. I think it's more of a. We'll, we'll see what fits. Just throw, throw these on. See what fits for you. Doesn't he not meddle in human affairs? Like, that is hella micromanaging. <laughs> He's really concerned about the sword, man. It's like, it's not the right end of the other. It's the left. God damn it. This is evil. All right? <laughs> left, not right. I have an aesthetic here that we're trying to maintain. <laughs> Target run. <laughs> That's still my favorite episode. Go listen to episode six, folks. It's, it's a laugh fest. I like four and seven. Okay. The hawk being named Ethan is <laughs> a high point for me. Yes. Oh, Christ on the cross. All right. As long as you're called um, the king of the Callians, the sword shall empower you to do the other's work. See, now, it would have made more sense here if he's called king going forward and was like lord or whatever. Like, I mean, did he just get kinged? I don't know. But, word. like, it makes... Yeah, you can be kinged. Like right? in chess or checkers. Chess? Robert, checkers. can you be kinged? No. King me. I mean, in checkers, you can. That's the only time. Okay. Otherwise, you're being crowned. Fair. Uh, the blade arced lazily in the air and fell into Bethano's hand. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> That's super dangerous. Yes. Uh, take it, Knight commanded, uh, but you will need more to defeat her. With the blade, you will strike down her ties to the... <laughs> that was great, because I'm reading, and I just see your shoulders just, like, just going. Imagining him, like, materializing like a bow staff. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, With the blade, you will strike down her ties to the mortal life she loves. Oh, so we're killing, like, family members. That'll be fun. Make her realize the strength within her through her rage. Ooh, he's going to make her a barbarian. That's fun. Uh, sorry, D&D shit. Oh, okay. I was uh, like... As uh, the, one of the features of the barbarian class is mm-hmm. you can uh, rage. Oh. Uh, so many times in a day, 
and it allows you shut up, but you take uh, half damage from certain attacks. And um, if you uh, there's certain types of rages you can do, you'll get like an extra attack, or you can attack with advantage. So it's like a berserker. Thing. Yeah, it's okay. a, very similar. This has been your D and D moment. Okay. Uh, you need the other's power to hold your own against her. Uh, it opened up its cape, ooh, and spread its arms wide. Embrace your benefactor, <laughs> your mother and father. Hello, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Got lots of good stuff for you to buy, stranger. What are you buying? What are you selling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that guy. I know. He's the best. He is. Uh, embrace your benefactor, your mother and father, your god. Well, you're... Well, I, That's not asked questions. We'll be here I, for a fucking year. Okay. Bethano placed his new weapon at his side and moved to touch night. Ooh, it's getting sexy up in here. Wait, but he was just like, but respect your parents, though. Like, or is he saying, I am your mother and your father and no, your yeah, god? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that sort oh, of that's thing. super megalomania. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, the other's emissary ooh, pulled the king in close and... Oh, and now we're making out and closed his for, mouth for over real? his. Yep, that's what it says. <laughs> we're just doing this. Um, what was Bethano was pushed deep into the recesses of his body. Ooh. Another consciousness welled up in his body. Interesting. Sounds a little psychic creepy. I'm going to stop myself because I could draw a parallel. Something that I've managed not to mention. This entire episode. Well, we talked about Pacific Rim. When did we talk about Pacific Rim? Like 20 minutes ago. When? When you told me you're not reading Pacific Rim fanfic anymore, but that you told me about just Maria. A, that was a brief mention. That was not the cul-de-sac <laughs> that it usually ends up being. Um, restarting the clock. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying I'm resisting. <clears throat> Another consciousness welled up in his body. He felt sleepy and heard only this before he was lost. There is no failure. The other must have the power of the creator. And that's where I'm going to stop. Interesting. Wow. The stakes are high. Are they? Well, I don't know. That's It's kind of like Satan going to war with God, but it's also just kind of like... And just very not interesting because you don't have any fucking clue what the hell is going on. So it's Well, and what's like, going to happen? Like, right. I mean, if Renee dies, is it just Renee dies? Or is it like... Right, exactly. No like, what, what's the... Because we don't have any idea what any of it is or means or, or where darcy meredith right. is yeah we don't <laughs> fuck anymore she's just gone where's coop coop is he's like he's in the black lodge he could be you don't know about that i mean you probably read about it i've read about it i exist as a person on the internet there are certain things that yeah it's just impossible for you not to just i suppose that's glean. like a big pop culture especially since the return right and it's been it, Twin Peaks has been out there for so long. Yeah, but it, I, I had, I knew nothing about it when I started watching it a few years ago. That's kind of cool. It was nice to go in completely unspoiled. If you knew nothing about Twin Peaks, would be down for a watch of cats. <gasps> Bob, those are the magic words. Actually, I mean, we watched two episodes. We were by your house. Yeah, that one night. the first one was kind of a double episode, though. I think. But we did watch two. Yeah, I think. I think. I get confused with things that have pilots that are not episode one, which mm. is the case for Twin Peaks. It's like episode zero. Oh, interesting. But no, hey, 
Content. It's Bob. so good, Bob. Content oh my God. just said. Uh, content just said. Bob just said he would be interested in doing a twin. <laughs> it was content. We'd be interested in doing a, a Twin Peaks watch if we were to podcast about it. Because I do think that's a show that oh, probably has like it's a gold mine legs for days with, uh, especially getting into the return and all that. I would also like. I so enjoy the experience of watching something that provokes a lot of questions and confusion and theorizing as someone who has seen it with someone who has not like I love being a tour guide like my dream is for someone to come visit me in Chicago that's never been to Chicago and this still hasn't happened oh and you I, can I be just, like, like let me yes let me take you around and I just want to sit there with the smug knowledge of what happens because I never get to be that person <laughs> the smug knowledge or like you know I don't know who who did I watch the wire with that hadn't seen it like that was a delightful gift that I was able to was it Jen Probably. Or did she introduce you to it? No, I watched it the first time with Tyler, and then I was like, everyone has to watch this immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... I don't know that I've ever been that person for somebody. I'm trying to think. Because Eric's usually the one that's like, oh, watch Mm -hmm. this, watch that. And, I mean, most times I just ignore when people tell me that anyway, so. I know. I'm so excited that you finally watched the first little bit of Letterkenny. I do need to actually, like, sit down, because I did watch that first scene. I thought it was very funny. It's really good. And then good. I promptly fell asleep. No, that I cannot, and it's only a half an hour show, and I love it. It's one of my favorite shows, but I cannot sit through an episode. Like, I have to, like, stop at minute 15, go to sleep, and watch, like, another Interesting. half. It's just, it's real, it's like a cozy... Gotcha. It's a nice place to be. Well, and it's like you start watching something so often, and it's like, oh, I've got this memorized at this point. So I don't know if that's the case. No, I haven't yet. I haven't seen it all yet. I think the other thing with that is like there's very little in the way of like plot or stakes. It's just hanging out with friends. So when you're tired, you go home. Right, exactly. That's like The Office. There was never a lot. I mean, there was like plot and whatever, but it wasn't like. Right. And maybe it's most. We can just kind of hang out here, laugh a little bit, and then it's like, okay. I'm not, like, riveted. I don't need to see the next episode of The Office. Right. You know. Whereas, like, with Breaking Bad, I... Right. Like, I, I was... Once you started that second half of season five, I figured you'd be done fairly quickly. I said to Steve, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I know we were going to hang out tonight, but I'm on, like, I have, like, three episodes left. Do you mind if I just watch this? And he was like, do you remember, like, what, like, a year into when, like, we were living with each other and you got mad at me because I watched four episodes of Breaking Bad in a row and you were like, aren't you going to hang out with me? And I was like, no. No, I don't remember that. But now I forgive you because now I understand. There you go. And forgiveness is, is, is the way. But it was terrible. You know, we were talking earlier about how terrible it is when you expect your baby to nap and they don't. I, all I wanted was to finish Ozymandias, which I had had to stop in the middle of an episode the previous night because it was just too intense. Like it was, I had watched like one and a half and I was like, I I can't. And I didn't intend to watch Ozymandias, but I couldn't like press stop either. You just kept going and you're like, okay, I was like, I need to see what happens. So then she didn't like allow me. I, that entire day I was not able to watch the rest of Ozymandias and I was like, Sucks. It was it was terrible. We at the at the end of that episode, we were sitting just sat on the couch and just kind of like we're staring at the TV and we like <laughs> looked at each other and we were like, holy fucking shit! You know when you watch a show like with your hands on your head, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. All right, well that's where we're gonna end it, folks. Uh, like we said, we're hopefully gonna get to a more normal recording schedule so we can get you guys content that isn't like sparsed out over the space of months which is terrible so yeah we miss you guys we do miss you guys we miss doing this uh, obviously i think 
pretty obvious we enjoy doing it. Yeah. So we do want to do it more often. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. If there is anybody out there in the <laughs> ether still listening, we appreciate it. Uh, go check out TeamPumaKnife.com. Check out the other uh, Team Puma Knife podcast. We've got a whole bunch of shit on there. You can follow us on, uh, well, me on Twitter. I'm at Lady Near the Lake. We do have a uh, Oof, I Wrote That Twitter, which is fairly dormant as well. I'm trying to get the social media game a little bit better. Sheila is smart enough to stay off of social media. Smart cookie. Uh, so don't fucking bother her. Because you can't. <laughs> uh, thanks again, folks. And we will uh, talk to you next time. Black Jade Blade out. That wasn't funny. <laughs> I thought it was super funny. This has been a Puma Knife production.